talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, but wait, wait, I have something for him. Boom, you get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. Concentrate on the news. It's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong with black All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales Podcast. I am your host, Mosasaurus, and with me to my left is my brother, Josh. Yep. And then sitting directly t- to my right, fixing his eyeballs, is Achi. What the fuck's going on over there, dude? I'm blind, dude. You're blind. Why? Which is, I mean... Listen legally, listeners with what thing like, well, what the fuck you need your eyes for? Why well, I have my fucking notes? I I'm literally directly in front of my laptop and I can't see shit without my glasses. Don't put them back on. Put them on, you fucking jackass. They're, they're itchy. Goddamn. <laughs> can't and, fucking see. And today we're gonna be talking about torture, torture techniques, and then executioners. And this one is actually a topic suggested to us by a longtime fan of the show, the Uber Badass. Clay, who I mentioned over and over again, the dude that's in the army, who is now officially on my top five people to go to in case of a zombie apocalypse. Oh, that's him? Because this dude is like Sylvester Stallone's character in The Expendables. If he's not jumping out of helicopters or shooting shit, he's playing with metal and like welding shit, probably making some like anti-tank armor or like whatever. This dude's... Oh, so he's a man. He's a man. He's a definition of a man. He's a man's man. He's a man, man. So, and then Clay actually, like, like when I posted on the Instagram, he's like, oh, dude, I've been waiting for this for so fucking long. Really? Oh, he's going to be so disappointed from this episode. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Oh, boy. So, you know, so shout out to Clay for giving us, you know, for, for, for doing the heavy lifting and telling us what the hell you guys want to talk, you know, what you guys want to talk about. Which, so, oh, which is good. I think I like it. What? As now someone being, you know, doing podcasts now, I mean, getting recommendations from fans. Yeah, that's cool. Which is cool because, like, really cool. like, yeah, that's less work for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's less work for us in the long run. I mean, in, in the long run, there but goes like, 10 listeners someone, now. someone who watches, like, other content on YouTube or whatever, what the fuck it is, it's like, man, I kind of wish these guys do that. And if yeah. they do, it's like, holy shit, you know, they listen to us. The We listen to the people. Yeah, yeah. you know? So, we're Clay? A sh- we're a show of the people, of the only people that listen to us, which is Clay. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, we have to make him happy or else we got no listeners. <laughs> Fair enough. So with that being said, sit back and enjoy the show as we mainly talk about getting sharp things just shoved up your butt. Or some shit called necklacy. I feel like you just named me a grand chord band that I need to listen to. Yeah, that I, I, could al- to. I could already see the fucking branchy ass font. Exactly. <laughs> now this is a I I know we're we're talking about tortures and stuff, but this is a, a torture leading on to execution or execution. That revolves around torture. Look, all right. So torture and executions—they kind of go hand. I mean, they go hand in hand. You can look at it both. You can look. You can look at it two different ways. The way I look at it is, torture is basically the foreplay to death. Okay. You know, like you know, yeah. That's Uh what it is. uh Like they make it make you suffer before you die, or you can look at it from the other angle, saying like, no, the the whole point about torture is to have keep them alive to to make make them squeal to make them squeal. But as, we come in, but as we're going to find out, uh, a lot of people didn't know, a lot of people back then didn't know how to torture correctly, so a lot of people died while they were getting tortured. Now, oh, let's talk to me about your foreplay. Oh, hold on, I'm going to backtrack a bit. It's, 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 it's funny how you said foreplay of death. That was so perfect. It just... It, yeah. Am yeah. I the only one just 
Okay, I'm the only no, no, one who's just no, surprised no, no, by no, that. No. It's, but anywho, it's a good epiphany, right? I dig it. Going back to Nectarine, okay. Now it's used in Africa. It's a, it's it's a torture method used primarily in Africa, and used it a lot on police informants. Okay, and Nectarine, okay. It's a method in which they just put a wheel, a tire, around the victim's head, arms, whatever they can, mm-hmm. filled with gasoline. The tires are filled the, with gasoline. The tires are filled with gasoline and drenched in gasoline. Do you as mean, well. when you say filled with gasoline, do you mean instead of air, it's gasoline? Yeah, it's gasoline oh, in there. Oh, shit. Okay. Right. And they just light the motherfuckers up. So they're there just getting burnt, burnt. What do you, th- what do you think is. If you are being, what's it called? Necklocene? Necklocene. Necklocene. If you're being that, right, what do you think is worse? The fact that you're literally burning alive or that you're ex- or that you're breathing in all that fucking yeah. rubber smoke? And that's where the torturing kicks in. Because victims usually, they die up to like, uh, what? It says here 15, 20 minutes oh, of being so, burned so you're being alive. alive for 15, 20 minutes. Now, I don't know the science of... Uh, of uh, how does it take for your like neuroreceptors to like burn out or you don't sense anything, but still 15, 20 fucking minutes of just burning, seeing your own flesh is melting. And this is for people that talk to the police. Yeah, police informants. Yeah, or so, or, or just uh, other. Uh, so this is a torture well. technique done by the people, not by yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. This is street justice. And yeah, exactly. All right. Damn. See, I can see that. All right. See, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm mean, like, I wouldn't want cops like putting tires on people and then lighting them on fire. But if it's people who speak to cops, so this is a uh, going back to the whole snitches get stitches. And where's this at? Africa. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad I'm over here. <laughs> I'd have no problem snitching on any of you <laughs> if anything happened, dude. It's fucking gruesome. You look at a video of that or just images. It's pretty fucking and it's still going on right it still happens i mean it's it's technically banned but technically. uh technically but it's, it's still being done in certain parts of africa yeah you know because they don't you know like they don't care like fuck you they, they, they don't fuck the around cops. they don't fuck around and yeah street justice i guess yeah it's fucking so what's it called again necklacine necklacine i think that's how you pronounce it right so it's neck then l-a-c-i-n-g necklacine right that's right it's horrible. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> fucking hate. So we haven't mentioned it yet, but towards the end of the episode, we're actually gonna see which one is the worst of the worst torture. Y'all want to play this game with us, also, to our listeners? Yeah. So yeah. So what we're gonna obviously we're just talking about torture techniques. So we're gonna so we're all gonna just because we all have different regions. My brother is. Uh, I think you're just Africa. It's all over the place. All right. All right. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, yeah, like, I mean, I'm that just, one particularly. Is I'm just sticking Africa. with Europe. I think Archie's sticking to the Far East, Asia, Asia, whatever. So, at, so toward the end of the episode, we're gonna see which one of these we would not approve of. All right, so we gotta do two. If you had to be tortured by one, which, which one would one you would choose? Okay, and we have to be, and you have to choose which one you wouldn't want to get tortured okay. by. Uh, All right, and then if you guys want to play along, you guys could uh, comment on our Instagram at Weird History Tells Pod. Let us know. Whichever one you would like to get tortured by. Sounds like a fetish now. Oh, I'm going to talk about that in a bit. <laughs> so now, moving on to the east side, the north side, is death by a thousand cuts. And you would be surprised at how much the body uh, would endure until it's given up completely. 
during Ling Chi, which is what the technique is called in Chinese, was once a very common execution method used especially during the Yuan and Ming dynasty. The victim would endure a very, very slow and heart-wrenching death by literally a thousand cuts. Signs of its use were first found in Chinese artifacts that date way back into 900 AD. Although the details on how it's done varied from one another, the general slicing by a multitude of cuts was the same throughout. This brutal method, was it, uh, as common as it was, was only reserved for those who committed serious crimes. The victims would generally be tied up into a wood post with their arms and legs tied up as well. Some of the common methods uh, used included having to slice a victim's piece by piece until all the limbs were amputated. Uh, simply just imagine the pain that these guys would feel after having their limbs cut off bit by bit before bleeding out to death. Yeah, because I think, I think that was like one of the main things, right? To avoid main arteries and mm -hmm. to avoid so they don't bleed out. Exactly. And if you're lucky, the executioner or executioners might give you some sort of opium as a form of anesthesia. And some victims would even beg to start off with the end in mind, which was getting a fatal stab to the heart. So some of them that, that whatever did these crimes, yeah. they don't want to endure, obviously, all the fucking torture of getting cut a thousand times. So they would either beg the ex executioner, hey, give me some opium. Like, I don't fucking care. You know, I'm already done here anyways. Give me some opium so I don't feel shit. Or come on, man, let me get high, man. Just one more time. I don't want to feel anything, man. Yeah, that or also they uh, they asked for a fucking just fatal wound to the heart so they could just die which, out a lot quicker. Which I'm pretty sure 99% of the time. Hell yeah. They yeah. don't give them shit. Hell yeah. Right? That's the whole point of torture? Yeah. All right. Well, I could top that motherfucker. Ah, man. Now, talking about, you know, fucking slashing motherfuckers off, this one's called flaying, also known as as skinny i'm pretty sure we all heard of skinny right skin that motherfucker alive if you guys are fans of game of thrones this is a technique favorited by the bolton family mm -hmm. pretty fucked by up. the bolton family yeah the dude that cut reek's dick off oh bro that dude remember yeah. their thing was to skin people alive to skin. that's actually on their flag that's the family's flag. Yeah. It's a dude upside down. Being skinned? Skinned. Skinned. Just skinned. No, I don't think it's up there. Damn. That's <laughs> just looking for it. That's like a season one, season two poster. This is before a lot of those families. And all those families are dead. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. All these families <laughs> are dead? Uh, for those of you listening, like, we have a lot of game. We have a few Game of Thrones memorabilia here in the room because obviously yeah. we're a bunch of fucking virgin nerds. nerds. And uh, we have a few flags. And on top... Of where we're recording by the door, I have a poster of a bunch of the family's flags. So he immediately looked up trying to find out if the Bolton flag was up there, but it wasn't. But it's that. That poster's from like season two. That's that flag is not welcome here. Well, the Bolton flag? I Bolton. want that flag. That flag is it's amazing. Not. It's an it's shaped like an X and it's a dude upside down. It's, that, that's the best looking flag ever, but I hate Bolton. Yeah. We're anti Bolton. Exactly. You bring Red. that shit in here. I'm skinning <laughs> you alive. Bitch. Well, anywho. So flaying, also known as skinning, is an attempt is made to keep the removed skin intact. So it's not just about just, hey, let me just cut this piece of skin off. No, 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 no. It, it, it's, it's usually started at the face, going down and down and down. They, like they try to keep whole, it as a yeah, complete they try piece, right? A complete piece 
of the skin. This is a fucked up part. This is, this is where torture actually happens, right? Besides your skin getting fucking cut off completely. Um, this is the cause of death, okay? It's it's either one, you're, you're in shock. You're just shocking. You just die. All right. That's if you're lucky. Now, here's the obvious one. Critical loss of blood. Makes hypothermia. Sense. Right? Because the skin is what keeps you regulates your temperature. Right? Uh, or infections. Obviously, if you're going to have skin. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, check this out. Death will follow from hours up to a few days if done correctly. So, just... You're alive. Keep, just food for thought. You're alive, skin, feeling everything. If it's done right. Lucky enough, you would have died. Fuck. Off a shot. Imagine dying off an infection off of that. Feeling everything. For hours, even up to days. Dude, my knee is killing me right now and I want to off myself. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> just feeling that everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Can't sit. Can't stand. Damn! Imagine just when they're cutting your dick, just and you know as what? No perspective. Just and you know what's crazy too? I've there's uh there's a museum in the East Coast. I think it's the Museum of Witchcraft where they actually have um somebody's skin on, on display, and it's from like the waist down. Ooh! And then you could see it, and like you could see chub and everything. So chub and everything. So whoever skin this this dude, he he, had a he was. Well, this dude was good at it. Like, he skinned everything completely oh, off the dude. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He got some trousers, bro. Yeah, so th- so whoever got skinned, he had a hog. Wow. We're gonna, uh, you guys can see it on our Instagram, Weird History, Eerie Tales Pod, where we post some of these pictures. It's called Necro Pants. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, think that's what, I think that's what those Necro Pants are. They might not be specifically from someone being tortured by this um, skinning, but it's actual skin, so you can see what the hell it would look like after yeah. it's removed. No, and, and there's, there, there's other methods, rather than just knifing someone and just cutting them off, you could boil the fucking oh, the victim. Imagine fuck. boiling, getting boiled, and then just whoop! Yeah. Just getting boiled and just... That's boiled, and then there's... Uh, what else? What else? That fuck, uh, being severely sunburned? So I don't know if they just leave them outside till the fucking burnt by the sun and they just start peeling away their skin. I mean, it's not the most effective way, but it's still a torture fucking method. Imagine you're like, hey, like that's your tor- that that's your torture. Like you're gonna get a super tan. And you're like, what? So I just chill? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just, just on the sun. <laughs> Wait. So what? So I'm just chilling. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you're gonna get tan. Yeah, and that's a uh, flame for you or uh, being skinned alive. Yeah. Gruesome. That boiling, horrible. that boiling one, yeah. horrible, boiling, horrible. Think, you think that one's intense, boy? You got nothing, you got nothing. Wait, try one up me, motherfucker. Up you, oh, hold up. Oh, all right, uh, okay, okay. Let me get more sources out real quick. Right. Oh, it's <laughs> gonna start looking for more research. Look at you. All right, so if you guys want to one up each other, let me tell you guys about the Judas Cradle. Oh, so you jump me on this too? The Judas Cradle. <laughs> you, 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 you try to get some of this hot fire, son? And no, when I say the Judas Cradle, I'm not talking about the early 2000s eulogy hardcore band. I'm talking about the Wait, that was actually a, it's actually it's actually the name of a band. Yeah, the Judas Cradle. They're actually pretty good. Oh. Like I actually liked the Judas Cradle. It was the Judas Cradle on Broken Wings, Evergreen Terrace. They all came up together in that same scene. And uh, I used to have a buddy. His name is Joel. I think he actually listens to this episode uh, to the show. He actually introduced me to all these bands. He's he was really into hardcore and he. 
came with the eulogy DVD. The Warriors, like they all came up in that same like that really? same scene. So it's like that, like that style of hard, like old early two thousands hardcore. So it's pretty cool. I mean, they they're really dope. They're really dope. So, but I'm not talking about them when I say the Judas Cradle. What I'm talking about sometimes called the Judas Chair. Some people might notice Judas Cradle or the Judas Chair. And this torture method was a pain in the ass. Literally a pain in the ass. Picture a small pyramid on a stick. Okay. And that's the Judas Cradle. So what they would do is, using ropes, the torturee would be lowered onto the tip of the pyramid, butthole first, while having weights tied to the poor soul. Oh. And to bring him down heavy. And he's bringing him down. Oh. And he would be tortured by the intense pressure and stretching of the butthole. Or the vagina, because justice knows no sex. As he or she was lowered until he or she gave the appropriate confession. Obviously resulting in permanent damage. Wait, 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 wait. This was done to get confessions. This was not to kill you. This is to get confessions, to get information, whatever the person wanted to get from you you were going to give it up so basically you'd just be tied up and someone would lower you down butthole first or vagina first and like i said justice there's no sex and you just go into that sit on the tip of the pyramid slowly slowly and then they just let go of the rope and the waves are tying you down and if you don't give them what they want they let it go a little more a little go a little more a little more that reference damn most a lot actually would survive the initial judas cradle while some would Succumb to their wounds and infections. Uh, I guess they don't clean that shit, huh? No, it's just, you, dude, your asshole's ripped open. Like, 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 what are you gonna do? Like, you're not gonna be able to move. No, I'm talking about the Judas Cradle itself. I'm pretty yeah. sure they don't clean that. Oh yeah, and then uh, for the Judas Cradle, there's uh, also something else called the. It's another variation of it. It's called the wooden horse. It's basically a V-shaped piece of plywood that's sharp at the tip, and it's. Probably as big as it's probably by four feet long. Yeah, and you sit on it like you would a wooden horse, and they do the same thing. They tie weights to your legs and your arms, and I think this one's a little more worse because at least with the Judas Cradle, I, I'm pretty sure eventually, like not eventually, but I'm pretty sure like you might be able to contort your way into some way, not 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 really hurting as much. Uh-huh. But with the while you're sitting on the wooden horse, it's basically just a V-shaped piece of wood. No matter what way you lean. It's still gonna rip into you. Yeah. And this and this this one's worse because this one's not ripping into your asshole. This is ripping into your gooch, your crotch, everything, 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 everything in between. Now, whose idea was to just? Uh, I'm just gonna make this up real quick and just. I don't know, but it worked. If someone would have, if someone would have like, hey, what happened here? I'm like, I'm, I don't know. And they showed me the Judas Cradle. I immediately point to Archie. It was him, your honor. It was him. I forgot why I read this. But if you're getting interrogated or whatever, um, and, and you see the the contraption or whatever the fuck it is, uh, and you and you tend to uh, uh, give the information right away, they they don't care. They need to at least torture you to a certain degree to make it genuine, which is crazy and fucked up. So you would have been fucked regardless. What do you think would have been worse? Do you think it's worse seeing the torture device and then being tortured by it? Or then, or or you just being like surprised, oh, that, that's, or getting surprised. I'd rather get surprised. Yeah, 
I mean, there's no way yeah. you can brace yourself for that. Regardless, you're going to feel that shit. Yeah. But I think like when you see it, you already have that pain yep. reaction in your head and how it's going to feel like. I feel if you see it before, you might be able to psych yourself up to be like, this is going to be the worst pain ever. And hopefully, it's not when as it's, bad yeah, as you're just like, you know what? This is not as bad as I thought. Well, so you're going to be on there you're like, <laughs> fuck this shit. Like, this is it. This is worse. Speaking of, I think this one's worse. Don't you ever look at me like that. <laughs> First, let me ask you guys. Can you guys guess what's the fastest growing plant in the world? Fastest growing, growing plant. plant? I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know. The marijuana plant right now, That since, it, since everything's legal? Nah. What do you uh, think, Josh? Takes time. I, I, I don't know, bro. What is it? It's actually bamboo. Bamboo, bamboo is the fastest growing plant. There's a world record set by a bamboo um, plant that grew 35 inches in one day. Oh, 35 I thought inches. I completely misinterpreted that whole question. I thought what you were you thinking? What was the plant that people are growing the most? Not what's the actual plant, like what actual plant oh, grows the fastest. Mean. Nah. Yeah. Uh, you're dumb. <laughs> he looks dead. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know nothing He's about any shit. greens. Oh, shit. But I mean, talk about fucking Grossberg. 35 inches in one fucking day. That's horrible. That's like, what, three feet? Yeah. Damn. So you can literally watch that motherfucker grow. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So seeing how fucked up humans were, obviously, from the freaking torture devices we talked about already, (laughs) the Chinese decided to capitalize on the fact that bamboo grew so fast. That make you sit on one? And actually use as a torture device. They make you sit on a bamboo while it grew. Nah, watch, watch, watch. It was believed that in ancient China, the Chinese used bamboo to pierce through a victim's body. The process was really simple, actually. First, the executioner starts by sharpening the end of the bamboo. All right. Then the victim is suspended in the air without any ability to move. Okay. Eventually, the bamboo grew tall enough that the sharp ends would actually go through the person's body. Oh, fuck. I was just talking out of my ass. They, they would literally let the bamboo grow into yep. you. So you're just literally suspended up in the air and just waiting for your death. Oh. So just imagine the, the how how fucked up that will, that will make you feel psychologically. No. First of all, that, that, that's horrible. But imagine the bamboo grew enough to the point where it's pricking your leg, but not the pain of you waiting for that prick to go through the hours of fucking oh it's my like god slowly but surely just going in it's not just all in one you're just like bit by bit is it one of those would you happen to know if it's one of those things like like the hangman noose or whatever where it's like if someone if you would get tried and you had to be hung and you survived the hanging they'll be like well you're you're, you're a free man like that would happen if <laughs> Yeah, because like hey, if you live fucking yeah, yeah, this, yeah, like every like, man, oh shit, like, some, like sometimes executioners, executioners would fuck it up, yeah. and you'd get hung, and you're still alive, and you're swinging, yeah. and they they had to cut you down, but yeah. because you were tried and you were hung, they can't punish you twice. Yeah, they they punish you. You just happen to survive. So all right, dude, well you're free to go, and you just take off the noose and just walk, walk away, and just walk away. <laughs> fuck all purple. And yeah, like, like like that would happen. Do you, neck. Do, do you think? Something like that could happen to like the bamboo thing where like, all right, you're going to get punished by getting this shit 
grown into you. But what if like the bamboo kind of grew out or like you kind of managed to like move your way where instead of piercing through you, it just goes in between your legs? Maybe. And I'll tell you why. Because although there are discrepancies between the information and how the technique was used in the first place, such as rumors of Japanese soldiers using the same technique to torture those that were captured as prisoners of war, there actually isn't, I guess, factual evidence that it was being used. And so for that reason, it was actually tested by one of the most famous skeptic duels who are Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman of the TV show The Mythbusters. And what? And so they actually they actually t- tested it out to see if it's actually true because it it's been like rumors and shit. Yeah. So it came out in one of the viewer specials. So they myth busted this shit. So let me get there, bro. Yeah, let, let the man let speak, speak. bro. Speak. I'm trying to watch this shit. Damn. <laughs> you got computer right there. So they actually tested it to see if it actually worked, and obviously mm-hmm. they didn't want to show the killing of anything on national television. So they tried it in the next bis. Thing that's closest to a living being that is a ballistic gelatin. They, they were you. famous for that shit. So yeah. ballistic gelatin, for those who don't know, has actually the same consistency as body tissue. So believe it or not, a lot of weapons manufacturers use this material to test bullets' ability to puncture. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have ever seen a slow motion shot of a gun's bullet piercing through something that looks like a clear gelatinous yeah. blob or something like that, that's what it is. And so Adam and Jamie went on to make this ballistic gelatin molding of a human torso. Suspended it over a growing bamboo that was kept in a greenhouse environment. So that way we could actually speed up the process. And so to much of their surprise, the experiment actually worked. Oh! After three days, a bamboo actually pierced to the gelatin's back. However, the material, um, the, the gelatinous material actually poisoned and killed the plants before making it all the way through. Because of the heat from the greenhouse, it kind of melted the gelatin. And so it just landed on it before it actually had a chance to pierce oh. all the way through. So it pierced. It just didn't go all the way through. So they went back to the drawing board and tried it again. But this time with a more sophisticated design that wouldn't poison the plant. They made the modifications. Got the gelatin. Put it in a mannequin. Put it all together. And not only did the experiment work, but actually grew 10 feet straight through the torso. Oh, so it is completely plausible that if this torture was used, it, it actually, actually worked. worked. That's horrible. Yeah, that's fucked up. Just the intensity of just waiting. That actually has like, there's actually some psychological torture with yeah. that one too. Uh huh. Yeah. And then so I'm gonna talk about that's a whole package there, buddy. Yeah. And I'm gonna talk about another one that's purely that psychological. Psychological. Now, now that's it execution yeah i mean if it was used yeah uh, if it was used for example with the rumors of how the japanese would use it with prisoners of war it was used with the intent of death with the intent of death ah Uh yeah okay yeah yeah that's fucked up yeah dude well let me try to one up on that one because fuck Uh, that was brutal two one okay yeah well let me ask you this question how would you like to be uh, split in half? Pulled and just split. Who, who's doing the Who's doing the splitting? Fuck you, me. Who's doing the splitting? Like, <laughs> who's splitting? Like, who's splitting me? Is it Kate Beckinsale? It doesn't matter who's splitting. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I feel a lot better. Your choice. Your choice. I'd who the fuck do you want to split I'd feel, you? I'd feel a lot better if it was Rihanna over Debo. Just for that, I'm giving you Debo. 
my grandmama gave me this thing. <laughs> yeah, well, she's going to be tied up all over you. They will show up in a fucking bike <laughs> next to Give the me gallows. Now, check this out. You got okay. my 40, cuz. <laughs> Fuck. So, this method, you lay it up on the table, right? Okay. It's long fucking table with some contraptions where uh, they tighten you up. Chains. Your hands are over your head. They, t- they tie chains to your ankles. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I want your wrists. For sure, I want Rihanna now. Right? And then there's rollers being used on this oh, table. Oh, yeah, Rihanna, because I All know right. chains and whips. Is and these rollers. Oh, my God. God <laughs> damn. Is that a lyric? <laughs> exactly. Are you going to put this song to my You start singing right now? Fuck. So the rollers are used to retract these chains. Okay, slowly increasing the strain on the individual's shoulders, hips, knees, and elbows. Okay, so this is going to be done slowly. So Sounds while like a this good is stretch. Done, yeah, at first. At first, start until feeling you hear, your, your back start cracking. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, until you hear these awful sounds of your ligaments, your joints popping, popping. And eventually, your limbs are just being ripped out of your body. What? Now, this could be used in both ways. You could torture someone, obviously, and keep them alive, but it's yeah. permanent uh, damage. That's it. You can't use or, it your limbs. Or you could just, uh, you know. Split them in half and just can't look. GG. Can't use anything. I'm pretty sure this is the same thing that people would use to try to make themselves taller. You know how they would do that with people? Like, Oh, that's true. Like back in the day, like if you were born like a smaller person, like your family was ashamed of it, they'll try to stretch you out. I mean, there's another technique similar to that. I don't even remember. I fucking remember the shit being told to me in middle school, I think. About how... Where the man took off his ribs and stuck in his own dick? I mean... Dude, how did everyone know this? I was in middle school too. (laughs) How did everyone know this? People from different... There was no internet back then. Who the fuck was spreading the rumor of Marilyn Manson taking off his own ribs? (laughs) He could take off his dick. Marilyn Manson himself. First of all, that was... That's completely false. Yeah. False. But we we all... It was like... Everyone knew it. Everyone knew it. Everyone of our age group fucking knew it. It Knew that. It was MTV, bro. MTV was the internet. But when fucking... Asians, it was usually mostly in Asia, but Asians would have to like bind their feet together because they're, if they're grossed out by how long their feet were, they wanted it because, I mean, small feet were seen as beautiful, I guess. So they would bind their feet together and their feet actually grew like this. Oh, like, like a stub, like a like, closed fist. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like ballet. Kind of like ballet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's stupid. But I mean, that was intentional. They wanted to do that. Yeah. Intentional wow. torture. Well, I actually saw a video of that being used, and they 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 oh, experimented. The rack? Yeah, the rack. Yeah, and they experimented with that. And not only was it ligaments that were being torn, they noticed that actually bones fucking cracked. Crack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the, some of them, some of the bones cracked first before the ligaments fell apart. And if you guys want to know more about the rack, I'm, I actually mentioned it in our mini episode number one that I posted a few days ago. Yeah, if you guys want to listen to that mini episode number one, the Tower of London, the Tower of London. All right, so it's horrible. So yours, so yours is that was the rack, right? Yeah, the rack, the rack, All the right. fucking rack. I'm gonna one up the rack with what so, called something called the choke pair. Well, that that's stupid. Or the pair of anguish, as someone would like to call it. I like how they try to make it sound more intense, dude. All right, the pair. Of so anguish. so this fucking thing was used as a way to torture women who were accused of facilitating a miscarriage. What? 
it was used on it was used to punish liars it was used to punish blasphemers and it was used to punish homosexuals right so picture this picture a metal pair you know like yeah a metal pair that's cut into four vertical pieces so it's kind of like it'll open up kind of like a rose okay okay now picture that upside down with the stem pointing to your feet okay right so the stem is pointing to your feet but instead of the stem there's a screw that you turn to open up to open the fucking pair so this thing would open on woman this steampunk ass pair would be inserted into the vagina until she was loosey-goosey oh right they just turn it until it opens up inside her until she's completely loosey-goosey for homosexuals this was inserted into the anus which in today's day is probably just a kink and for the liars and blasphemers their mouth for example like those of you who think kobe is better than lebron this shit was inserted into your dumb fucking mouth Pikachu and, meme right and, here just and <laughs> turned <laughs> and turned until it mutilated the lake the the victim the lakers mutilated <laughs> <laughs> the lakers i get it you hate the lakers until, until mutilated the lakers until it fucking again, mutilated the, the 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 victim he was at Lakers again. <laughs> uh, do you want to repeat all that? Because um, yeah, so that so for so for the liars and the blasphemers, the shit would they stick the shit in your mouth and just turn the fucking screw until it opened up your mouth and just tore your mouth to pieces. If you were gay, she would, they'll stick this up your ass for a good time. That sounds like and then for the women, something you would and the see vagina, and they'll just turn it until you get all loosey goosey. This thing was hard. There's different sizes. There's some longer ones, some fatter. It's just different sizes for different people. Again, it's all metal. It's just a metal. It's either made out of... Uh, there was one where um, it was outlawed eventually, but uh, they used to use a rusted oh. rusted like metal oh. on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, just to, just to punish you. Imagine it It was already too big to fit. They're just... And then just, they're just... Every spread is just even worse. Yeah, And then this was... And this is one of those things where it was not intended to kill. A lot of people didn't die. It was just you're just mutilated for life. Where, whether it was just in the like to me, like one of the most like visually fucked up ones is the mouth. Only yeah. because yeah. only because you can't hide that. At least you know if your asshole or if your vagina got tore up, no one could see them. You know unless you show them. Yeah. But the mouth. So I'm assuming that she would like pierce through their mouth as well. It was just open. It was just completely open. And and, and the thing yeah, looking no like tea. a like oh, demi gorgon from fucking. That's exactly it. Look, yeah. from Stranger. And the thing yeah. is, some of these pairs would they wouldn't stop opening, so they'd open to the to the point where the flaps met all the way back around. Oh, fuck. And then, I thought there was a limit to this shit. Some 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 did, some didn't. And then the, once the limit will go back, they'll just start turning the other way, so it starts closing again. Oh, just to make sure. Oh, just, to, just, just to make sure. For the stupid Kobe fan. Now, the next torture I'm going to talk about, to be honest, it doesn't sound like a torture. I'll explain to it. Don't I even bring it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll see, though. You'll see. Now, moving on to an odd and, more than anything, mentally fucked up torture, we have the Chinese water torture. Now, before you start thinking, oh, is it like waterboarding? Water is used, but it's nothing like waterboarding. A lawyer by the name of, um, let me fucking get ready with this. Oh, 
<laughs> no. You got to break your neck for this one? I got to break my neck for this one. And your lower back? Hippolytus de Marlis. <laughs> Whatever. It's fucking... Hey, we should record that and pull that up. <laughs> ridiculous saying that. Oh, my god. Well, this guy, it's a lawyer who was credit for this torture device in 1482. De Marlis was a peculiar man who had a quite fascination with psychological torture. He was the first person to document, quote-unquote, sleep deprivation as a kind of torture. Really? Yeah. Um, De Marlis was uh, first inspired by the water torture after seeing how the water that slowly dripped over stone eventually created a hollow, and so he wanted to see what the effects were on an actual human. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the methods do vary, of course, but in general, the victim's arms, legs, and head are restrained into some sort of table. It's almost like the table that you're talking about earlier. Yeah, the rack. The rack. But this, but in this one, is it like this? Their faces also restrained. This is a picture of a rack. But I'm I mean, assuming it's like the other way around. So, sort of like that, but you actually don't stretch anything. You're just restrained there so that way you don't move, including their face as well. And so a reservoir of water was held usually overhead or suspended and was releasing water in excruciating, slow, and inconsistent drips in someone's forehead. So I say this again. The person was restrained on a table okay. and this little thing on little, top just, drip, just drip, dripping water on water. your forehead. That's the torture. I'd get that. So I was actually able to find a for- photo of this torture now, and we'll post it up on Instagram for you guys to see. Uh, and it was used in a prisoner from Sing Sing Prison in Ossing, New York. The only way that I could describe the photo to you guys is that it looks like an upside-down upside dunk tank, where instead of the person sitting on top of the, the, the water tank, it's actually the water tank that's over the person. To be honest, this sounds like a dream compared to the, all the other torches that we already mentioned on this episode. Yeah, it really does. Like, oh, did you get a slow shower? Okay. Well, just like the bamboo torture, this was also put to the test by the Mythbusters. So, Carrie Byron, which is a redhead that was in the show, volunteered herself to be quote-unquote torture while Tony Bellesi and Jesse Combs were in charge of getting the updates from her and checking her mental well-being. So then they created this restraining table with shackles as well as a facial uh, restraint and then placed Carrie in it. Once laid there, the experiment commenced and the slow drips began to pour. Every half hour or so, Tony and Jesse would then check on her vitals and ask her questions such as, do you feel nervous or anxious? Do you feel afraid? Would you easily get irritated or upset? And then the answers actually started off very mild to none. They would ask her these questions and she would say, oh, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm fine. But then the longer that Carrie stayed restrained, the more she started feeling these emotions into severity. Oh, fuck. After an hour, Carrie started to become hysterical and started breaking down. And after two hours, the experiment had to stop indefinitely. Carrie explained how she felt that she had no control over her emotions at all. What? The Out of fuck? nowhere, she just completely At the one burst. hour mark. Just... Yeah. She just completely burst saying, this is too much. I can't handle this. I can't handle this. And then all of a sudden, she kind of like reverted herself back to, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Just like randomly just got into a spurt. And they aired this? And they aired this. I'm a... Wow. We got to look it up. This is you can actually find YouTube. She didn't think that, that, to be honest, the experiment was as effective as she thought it was. Because she went into it. She's like, oh, really? That's 
That's it. That's all that's happening. I'll take this over the bamboo any day. Yeah. And so, so more than anything, it's used to psychologically fuck you up. When it was used in the, in the very, very beginning, um, sometimes they would show this, put the person out in public, and they would just go mentally insane while everyone around them, the, the public would just ridicule them. So to add into the, the fire. See how fucked up people were back then? This dude was literally just staring at water hitting a rock. This was like, I wonder what happened if that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, wonder, I wonder what happened if I would just swap the rock for, for somebody. And he was into that shit. It was into that. Psychologically. Yeah. Just a freaking fucking with people. A lawyer that was into this kind of stuff. A fucking lawyer. A fucking lawyer. Well, I could top you on on water, bro. Because this one, it's called forced ingestion or water torture or the water cure. The water cure? Yeah, cure. But it's not going to cure anything. You know why? Because this one's kind of fucked up. It's not as fucked up as yours, but it's pretty fucked up. All right. Now, this method, it's purely torture. There's no death. Well, in some cases that death do follow, but uh, this fucking method, the victim's mouth is forced or wedged open, right? The nose is closed with a pincer, and a funnel or a tube is forced down the throat. Oh, my God. Oh right? God. The victim is forced to drink whatever they put in it. Mainly, it's water, Right? Because if you don't drink whatever is going down that funnel or tube, put up well, your ass. you're going to drown. Oh. So you are forced to drink whatever the fuck they put oh down. Oh, my God. For most cases, they chug, put water. Chug. Right? Chug. Water. And other cases, they put other bodily fluids, such as piss. Oh, right? bro. Sometimes you put blood. Or a bunch of drink that. Or a bunch of cum. A bunch of dudes just drinking off on top a of A whole bukkake on that uh, shit, dude. Now, this is what makes it fucked up. Because if you drink too much water, okay, this leads to uh, muscle weakness, cramping, nausea, vomiting. And eventually, the cells tend to swell up. And you drown. Right. When you drown. Or it results in seizures, brain damage, and eventually death. Yeah, see? That's why I don't drink water. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't drink any of that water. I ain't trying so to you, die. You trying to drown? I ain't trying to drown. Yeah, so, so, so just imagine that. Being fucking forced... Fed or whatever, just fucking water. Hopefully, it's water. Like, if you guys ever uh, drank water too fast and you're like, oh, fuck, and you feel like you're choking. You feel like choking, you come, back, yeah, yeah. come back in your nose and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, imagine you have no control over that. You while you're, and like a tube, while your nose is pinched. Yeah, with and, a, pinched. and a tube is down your throat, right? Yeah. So, it's either like a so you can't just like, tube. Just like stop your freaking or no. like close your mouth or anything. You're just gagging the whole time. You're just gagging. Yeah. It's those type of things where like, I don't know if you ever asked as, this as a kid because fucking kids are stupid. But like, oh, would you rather die from fire or drown in the ocean? It's those type of things. Yeah, it's like one of those questions. Like, actually, which like, one would you prefer? Loki, I want to say fire. Because I'm not, I'd rather just die quicker than later. All right, Archie, what do you prefer? CDs or tapes? This is a genuine question. You got to answer it. CD or tapes? CD. CDs nuts in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. So up next, we have the braking wheel, also known as the Catherine wheel. Right? So this fucking thing was way more brutal than the name suggests. And the name is already pretty fucking brutal. The 
braking wheel. So this fucking thing was basically a large wagon wheel with radial spokes. And by that, I mean this. Picture a bike tire. Now a spoke. Okay. Now a spoke are bars connecting the center of the wheel to the outer edge. Mm-hmm. So now picture the wheel with two spokes. So basically like a cross. Yeah. Okay. Right? One going from north to south and the other going from east to west. Okay. Now picture a second layer of spokes placed on top of the first one that goes from northwest to southeast and northeast to southwest. So kind of like all those spokes are kind of like kind of making a bunch of different X's. And so it's like you're slicing a pizza. Yeah. So with the spokes now crisscrossing one another, you would place... The offender, a Kobe fan, onto the large wagon wheel. While on the wheel. So I'm picturing Josh right now. You can picture his dick. So while on the wheel, the Laker fan would be lashed and beaten with a club. So number 24 over here, he would have his limbs go through the gaps of the spokes. He'd go in. So his arms would go in one and out the other. Yeah. And he would be tied down where they would give away and break as the wheel was turned. Oh. So they turn the wheel as your arms are, so as you're turning, your arms and limbs are just, just being, they just start snapping. Fucked up. And the most fucked up part was that after being broken, most people would die hours later. Damn. And in some cases, days after succumbing to their injuries. That's the breaking wheel. Yeah, well, first of all, I don't appreciate that you uh, use Laker fans. I'm, I'm but just, some I'm just Laker using, fans, just, some Laker fans. I didn't, say, I didn't say Laker fans. You, you, yeah, you say Laker. No, I said Kobe. <laughs> There's a difference. I said a Kobe fan. I heard I Laker Lakers. fans. I, I said, heard Laker fans. I, I re- rewind. I said Kobe. Rewind. Hear it. What did Moses say? Did he say Laker fan or did he say Kobe fan? I'm, said Laker fan. I'm reading this. It's right here. Reading saying it's two different things, you fuckhead. First, the... the <laughs> The previous torture, I said, I said Laker fan. I said for the Laker fans who think Kobe's better than LeBron, you're gonna look so stupid once you're editing and you see that thing and you hear it and it's gonna be like, no, damn, it's just, watch, he's gonna freaking, he's gonna edit it, he's gonna edit it out. <laughs> it's gonna be awkward. Uh, Kobe fan, he's gonna record all float Kobe <laughs> fan, and he's gonna record himself again saying, yeah. So this person would just eventually die. Yeah, yeah. hours after having his arms and legs and everything just completely so, broken. So this is every limb, every limb, arms, legs, depending on. Uh, Nope. So it's a full session. It's a, a hey, you're going to get uh, the wheel breaker. Yep. So, this uh, was a, this was, this torture device was meant to, it wasn't um, for interrogation purposes. It was just meant to literally break you. Like, oh, you fucked up. This is what's going to happen to you. Like, oh, you robbed, death. Like, you robbed or you raped somebody or you killed somebody. Like, yeah. oh, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get the torture wheel. And do you just throw them out? Because I doubt they can't just walk away from that and be like, oh, all right. Let me. No, I mean, well, they, they torture them and they throw them back and they throw them into a cell. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just laying there like, oh. It's completely <laughs> broken. Oh. Moving on to another one that is definitely not even close as intense as the ones that you guys talked about. Then why even bring it up? Because you're already going to lose. <laughs> because. Because what? I'm a teacher. And so the big thing right now with teachers is not obviously not using corporal punishment. But believe it or not, the corporal punishment is actually still used in the U.S., even though as as modernized as we are. What's corporal punishment? So corporal punishment is basically when you're punishing a kid for doing something they're not supposed to do, which causes either physical or emotional damage to them. Most common, PE, right? You fuck up. Take a lap. Take a lap. 
Yeah, that's get down. Give me twenty. That's considered corporal punishment. Yeah. For real? Yeah. yeah. Which some kids need. Yeah, but but it makes sense, you know, because yeah. like off topic, um, like for example, if you're an English teacher and you punish kids by reading more, the so they're reading. not gonna love reading anymore because yeah. it's gonna resemble torture or being punished. Yeah. Same concept of PE. Yeah. If you're making kids take a lap, that's the way punish. punishment. They're not gonna, they're gonna like physical it. education. Yeah. Which is the reason why people hate physical education. But that's that's a topic for another uh for another uh, day. True. But that's true. called old PE. True. And I'm saying that because I'm a PE major. There you go. So, uh, there you go. That just sounds like yeah. PE to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck <laughs> I mean, because we never saw it as freaking yeah. punishment. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. No, I saw it as a punishment. They'd be like, oh, shit, I got to run the mile for, yeah. for being late. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, great. I didn't put on my PE. I forgot my PE clothes. Let me run this mile in my fucking uniform. <laughs> so this form of punishment is actually what this name suggests, which is kneeling on frozen peas. Most commonly see, commonly used, obviously, are peas, but sometimes they also use frozen corn or rice. So oh, peas, like peas, 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 like peas in a pot. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, not frozen pea. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what my mind went to. Frozen pea. So this is a, a strange yet cruel punishment that is used on students who have been quote unquote acting up to teach and stop being shitty students and following the rules. Despite on how much more we have advanced as human beings, just, this form... Just throw peas at shit. <laughs> just throw back Death by pee. Death by pee. Oh, that hurts, bro. God. This form of punishment is still actually used widely across schools in Asia. There was actually a report that was made against a girl who posted this torture on social media and blasted the school for having them use this kind of torture on them. Instead of the parents uh, getting angry at her like the internet was at everyone who found out about this picture the girl was actually expelled for posting it online by the school like how dare you freaking let the whole world know about the, the stuff that we do in the school how dare You're you expelled. tell people how horrible we are yeah really? there's there's also a, a couple by the name of albert and nancy Kuzone from florida they actually made their grandson kneel for nine hours straight for 10 days in a row some kids have even had to kneel down on honk concrete floor or even cheese graters by their parents. Cheese graters? That's yeah. horrible. So PSA, most forms of which uh, aren't actually illegal technically, because like I mentioned earlier, there's still some places that actually still allow corporal punishment in the U.S. Look, like there's more states in the U.S. that do use it. corporal that do it than states that don't. How much you want to bet that's the last time that kid who ever sat on his knee <laughs> <laughs> on that cheese grater brush the last time Never he did whatever again. the fuck he did. But yeah, frozen peas. And there's like, there's a photo that I saw a while back. It, it looked gruesome. I'm pretty sure that's the same photo they're using. It's like literally they're, cr- they're, cr- freaking crevices, craters on their indented knees. on their knees. I'm just like, yeah, have you guys hell? like gotten up for knees? Like fucking push-ups. Push the wall. Wrong choice of words That's there, but fuck. That's a setup. But I don't know, like you're reaching something under the car or some shit, and then you try to get up from your knees, and there's a fucking pebble or, or some, rock, shit. some shit. A rock? That yeah. shit fucking hurts, it hurts dude. Nice save. It hurts. Nice save. Nice save. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> shit. Fuck. I almost set myself up for that one. Fuck. What do you mean, almost? Have you guys ever gotten up from your knees? <laughs> It's a good segue. All right, get on your knees. Go. Damn. Watch out, bro. <laughs> did I fuck that one up? I think I did. You did. I fucked that one that up pretty bad. 
the setup. You walked into you kneeled, you kneeled into that one. <laughs> I kneeled into that one. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll talk about fucking shit up. This next one is called the Head Crusher. And it's well torture is in its name. It literally head. crushes a fucking head. And this is how it's set up, right? So picture your chin placed in the bottom of a metal bar. I got like five. Which okay. one? Okay. Oh, well, which are we talking about? <laughs> Pick your favorite. And then the head was under this metal fucking cap, right? Okay. And above it, it's like a screw, right? You just, oh. The more you screw. The, the more cap, it pushes you down. The more it pushes you down. All right? Which brings the victim's head closer and closer to the bottom of this fucking metal bar. This is where the torturing begins, all right? The teeth shatters, right? And the worst part is, like, you die in a slow fucking way because, it's, again, they're the, oh, it depends on the torture, right? The executioner, depending how slow or how fast, uh, determines how fast. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just spinning that shit fast. It was like. Right? And now. It's, it's, it's worse because you're conscious and at a certain point, the pressure would just make your eyes just fucking pop, pop out. out of your fucking skull. All right. Sometimes you're still alive. Sometimes you're dead. If you're lucky, you're dead. If you're not so lucky, well, you're going to feel your just the pressure just fucking pop. Yeah, and this <laughs> is it. This is just your fucking head placed uh, right under a metal cap, and slowly but surely, death follows, dude. So if you know me personally, oh shit, you know that I'm a huge proponent on leading the narrative of the Fast and the Furious franchise being not only excellent movies, but important national treasures. They've taught us that no matter what, reaching our goals is what's important. With Vin Diesel, aka Toretto, preaching in the first Fast and the Furious, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. Oof. Too Fast, Too Furious gave us the perfect mantra when it comes to letting things go. With the famous Jekdosito, cuh. Even Tokyo Drift. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. That sounds good. Hold on, I'm trying to hold my life. Fuck. Even Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. The franchise's ugly cousin gave us wisdom about living life to the fullest. With Han, rest in peace, saying, and I quote, Life's simple. You make choices and you don't look back. The movies are educational wonders as well. With Too Fast, Too Furious even going as far as teaching us about medieval history. I'm talking about the scene where our antagonist, Varone, tortures detective Will Wart. For the uncultured Kobe fan in the back. Varone is a drug smuggling kingpin that is trying to get drug money dropped off to his boat as he makes his escape. He comes for the detective and tortures him in order to buy himself a 15 minute window where all cops in Miami will turn a blind eye to whatever they're doing. And the way he tortures him is in fact an updated medieval torture technique called the rat torture. In the movie, 
They hold down the detective as he's laid out on a table. Verone grabs a live rat, places it on his belly, then quickly traps the rat by placing the metal bucket over it. Verone immediately starts heating up the metal bucket with a handheld flamethrower, forcing the rat to choose either die of heat exhaustion or escape death and dig down into the belly of the detective. There were many variants, but the most common technique was to force a starving rat through a victim's body as a way to escape. The fucked up part was, this usually took the rat a few hours to complete. To escape completely. Which obviously resulted in a painful and gruesome death. Because hmm. the rat's not always just going to go straight down. The so second it's in, it's around. Just around. You're gonna see them all over, Watch and it. sometimes people would die hours after while the rat is still inside them, just <gasps> wrecking their internal organs. But here are other golden nuggets the Fast and the Furious movies have blessed us with. First one: out of all the things the movie could have stood for, they all stood for family first. And this was encapsulated with Toretto's quote from the movie Fast Five. He goes and says, Money will come and go. We all know that. The most important thing in life will always be the people in the room right here, right now. Then we have another one. Number two. The movies are so iconic that they've made iconic phrases even more iconic. Like, for example, live fast die young we've all heard of that it's one of those things people have said over and over again Toretto in the first Fast and the Furious movie he spit shined that dusty saying by going I live my life a quarter mile at a time iconic then we have another one I don't have friends I have family I don't know about you but sign me up to the church of Toretto these fucking one liners you know they cut deep and lastly how can we forget about the amazing dialogue between Brian and Mia and their scene together on the first Fast and the Furious movie? Because don't remember is when he goes and gets his tuna sandwich. Tuna sandwich, and he walks in and he's like, basically, Brian's like, I have the tuna. Mia's like, no crust. Brian's, no crust. Move over, Shakespeare. There's a new fucking sheriff in town. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I Damn. got so many. I mean, I get it. Fast and Furious fan. I'm also a fan, but what the fuck? How long did it take you to break all that shit down? Hey, respect. respect. What? It was like seven days. Seven days? <laughs> I, rewatched, I had to rewatch all the movies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's worse than a Laker fan. Hey, low, low key, I think you said light. On how important these movies are. I'm telling you, how I'm, I'm, I'm leading the wave. I'm, I'm the, I'm leading the narrative that these movies are amazing. See, it's not just about cars. No, that's surface level. It's yeah. about family. It's about family. We have now the Iron Maiden. The Iron Maiden. <laughs> wow, that's perfect. Holy shit! Did you practice that? Don't lie to me. Shit, when I freaking tried learning it on guitar, that's how I fucking played. And okay. then I didn't, because I didn't know anything else. That's how I <laughs> So much like the bamboo torture, <laughs> this method is also thought as to have been fictional. 
<laughs> oh, hold on. Was that a lisp? No, Who are you, me? It's a thought. It's not a thought. It's a thought. It's a thought. It's a thought. It's fictional. It's also. So the way this works is that there's this sarcophagus with spikes on inside the surface, and it did in fact exist so. The victim is forced into the spike sarcophagus and is shut inside. Most spikes, spikes aren't really meant to actually kill, but they do do a good deal of damage to a person. This was a popular way to get information out of people. Unfortunately, though, some victims still never made it out alive. Did I mention the open spaces around it? It's actually meant to be able to stick sharp objects like knives into in order to further damage those who are locked inside. So not only are you freaking pierced by the spikes inside the freaking Iron Maiden sarcophagus, yeah, but it's also like a fucking magic box where the freaking magician, or in this case, the executioner, puts knives in through with knowing, not knowing whether or not it's actually going to pierce you. Ooh. So if you're lucky, you might dodge a move or two. But you're not going to dodge them all. <laughs> you're not going to dodge them all. Look, I, I skipped my Iron Maiden phase. I skipped the Iron Maiden phase. I went Not for you? Well, just I literally went from listening, literally, like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, all that Radio Disney shit. I went from that straight to Thrash, straight to Metallica, straight to Slayer, straight to Brujeria. And from there on, I, I tried listening to Iron Maiden, like listening to Metallica, listening to all these bands. I would always see that them are like them always going like, oh, Iron Maiden is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath. I skipped all of that just because I, I, I couldn't go backwards. I couldn't go from Metallica and Slayer and Megadeth. To fucking Iron Maiden. I, I just couldn't do it. Iron Maiden seemed like, at the time, like the most pussy shit in the world. Is that right? very hair metal-like? Well, not even that. It just seemed super outdated, which is weird because I love, I to this day, I still love Judas Priest, which is really weird. But I don't know why, I, in my mind, Judas Priest was okay and, my, and Iron Maiden wasn't. And um, But one of the things that I realized till after was I... Like, I'm kind of, like, bummed out that I never got into Iron Maiden growing up. Not because of the music, but because of the lyrical content. And Iron Maiden was one of those bands that every song was about something. Every every song was literally about a legend or a story. Even their name, Iron Maiden, comes from that torture device. Yeah, They have songs about werewolves, where the song's called The Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Iron Maiden was one of those important bands that... No matter what song you were into, you're like, I wonder what the fuck this is. You could go and look and be like, oh, shit, these motherfuckers are actually talking about something aside from just devil and just like killing people. They were yeah. actually talking about legends and lore. And it's one, of, and to me, one of those bands that's like that and it's why it's to, to this day considered one of my favorite bands of all time is the Black Dollar Murder. Oh, true. Each of Trevor's lyrics, each song reads like its own short horror story. Where, and like that's where I learned about Gil Ray. They have a song called "The Window," where he talks about Gil Ray. It's like on their the album. I think it's on Ritual. It's like the album they came out 2012. I think. Like that's where I like that's where, the, where I first heard of of fucking um of Gil Ray. Listen to the window, and that's where um that's how I fell in love with Lovecraft through Trevor. Through Trevor, because for the longest time I thought the horror cosmic was about the devil. Yeah, but it's actually about incantation about trying to bring up Cthulhu, and it wasn't until years later where I tried to read 
Lovecraft, and I mentioned this a million times. I'm like, oh, you need a PhD for this motherfucker, so I'm not even going to bother. I got into the Black Dollar Murder. Thy Hard Cosmic to this day is one of my fucking favorite songs, and I go out and find out, oh, shit, this is about Cthulhu. Who the fuck's Cthulhu? And I read it, Lovecraft. Oh, I've heard about Lovecraft. And I was so into fucking Trevor's lyricism that I go back and look at fucking um, Lovecraft. I'm like, fuck, Lovecraft just reads exactly like Trevor would write his lyrics. That's how. That's why I fell in love with fucking with Lovecraft. Just because it reminded me, like, oh, it's like if Trevor literally just started writing horror stories, and like and that's one of those things that I that I miss about a lot of bands. A lot of bands don't talk about shit. They just talk about it's all surface level shit. Yeah, it's just like the devil or like magic. Like that's it. They don't. There's not a lot of bands that talk about. No disrespect. No disrespect to this genre, but country music is like that a lot, where they sing what's happening like what the the lyrics are literally just them telling a story but like you know there is no hidden message it's just like straight there i mean but different music calls for different things you know what i mean true true, i mean like i'm talking specifically about like metal like there's not a lot of bands that actually talk about things unless like you like behemoth but even then it's just like so self-centered it's just about their freedom of practicing thelema and practicing satanism and how god equals dog and just a bunch of shit I just realized that when the album, uh, this last album came out, they actually sold dog food in the shape of crosses. What? Yeah, that you could feed to your dog. What? Yeah, because they have a song called God Equals Dog. So they're yeah. like, oh, let's let's make fun. Let's poke fun of it and sell dog food. So you could have bought the dog food as part of like a, like the, 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 the pre-ordered thing. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I just wanted to say that about Iron Maiden. I don't know. Like I mean, it's like one of those bands where like you listen to it, like you like you could literally get lost forever reading all their lyrics. Like just like oh shit, this song's about actually something. Like the Trooper, like all these songs, you're just yeah. like oh shit, and, and like and, and and that's fucking cool because I feel like that's that's one of those cool that's one of those things that I used to like about listening to like listening to, to metal, listening to all these shits. You're like what the fuck is this for talking about? Like he mentioned something, and you're like oh shit, and you start discovering, and you go inside this little rabbit hole, and then you're like. Oh shit! These guys are talking about more, more, more than just surface level shit. Like they're actually teaching about old myths and legends and lores and shit like that. Like, and I've always found that cool. And Iron Maiden was one of those huge bands that did that. And, and it just sucks that I just when I first heard the Trooper, I'm like, oh, this is pussy shit, and I completely turned it off. Same thing with Black Sabbath. All my favorite bands at the time, they're like Black Sabbath's the heaviest band in the world. Iron Iron Man, Iron Man's the heaviest song ever. And remember, this is at the time I listened to Brujeria and Slayer and Metallica. I'm like, what the fuck? If these motherfuckers are saying that Iron Man, the Iron Man is the heaviest song in the world, I want to know what the fuck is gonna sound like. Dude, I put it on. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was so bummed out. I literally turned off the beatbox by my jukebox thing. I was like, man, fuck you. I was literally mad. Are you done? Yeah. Let's yeah. It. We could have a whole episode on you. We could. I, 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 oh, the whole se- oh, it's a, a ten-part series. Just yeah, we can talk about how much Iron fucking Black Sabbath disappointed me the first time I heard him. All right, man. Wait, wait, what is wait, memory wait, fucking wait, lane? What the fuck? We're going off topic. This is this is yeah. This is the uh, the torture for our listeners Holy listening to us going to attention. Are you done? <laughs> I totally regret. Just uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, Mo, this is for you since you love talking shit. Uh, this Ooh. next torture method is just made for you. And it's called the tub torture or scaphism. Right? Correct me if I if I pronounce it wrong. S-C-A-P-H-I-S-M. 
Sure. Sure. Okay. Like sure. It. Hit me with the sure. Sure. All right. All right. So the victim, that's you. Look at you. That's you. I'm the victim. You're the victim. Is stripped naked and then fastened, tied, whatever, in the tub. Check this out. The victim was then forced to eat a shitload of milk and honey. Just force feeding your ass. Over oh, and this over shit. And over, okay? You eat a lot of this shit, you're going to get diarrhea. That's for you. Talk you all that shit. Now, after that, they will rub milk and honey all over the victim's face as well. And this is a fucked up part. Okay? So they'll get diarrhea, shit themselves in that tub, and then they'll be swimming in their own filth. Now, as long as there's honey and all that, it's going to attract different fucking insects. And to a certain point, it's going to be fucking, uh, I forgot words. Um, not larva. Uh, Worms. Yeah. Maggots. Yeah, yeah all that. Ass. Yeah, all those maggots, yeah. insects, all that bullshit. Slowly but surely, they're going to start eating you alive. And that's for you. Talking all that shit. You're going to be swimming in all your shit. There, uh, there's another one. You die because of all your shit. Yep. There's another similar one that I think is equally as fucked. I think it's a little, I mean, it's whatever. It's basically the same thing where they'd grab the person. They'd cover them in nectar, in, in fruit juice, not honey, in yeah. fruit juice or whatever. Uh-huh. And all the fruit, and they tie him to a canoe. He'd be tied okay. to a canoe and he'd be completely tied in motion. He couldn't move and he'd feet, so he's, he's on the canoe. And on the canoe, they throw all the, whatever they squirt on him, they just leave it on the canoe yeah. and just send him down the river. Flies and things start attracting him, and then once he starts protruding, rotting himself, gators or whatever, they'll just start, and then he'll just get eaten. Just get eaten. Yeah. Hopefully for him, it's a slow day, and he just goes just down the river and just gets in the water. But even then, if you go in the water, you're still tied to the canoe. Yeah. So you're not gonna get out. So if you do drown, and then you get go the through a freaking down, you drown, fall down a 200 feet waterfall, and did you? Now, this one's not really fucking torture. It's just straight to fucking death. The more you talk... Oh, never mind. <laughs> what? I was going to talk shit because y'all say, the more you talk about it, would you bring it up? It's me talking shit. Hey, bro, why why, gonna, why do we still have him? We're going to tub why this Why is he our third? We're going we're gonna to tub this fool. We'll tub him hard, bro. That sounds horrible. We're going to tub him hard. Hey, imagine getting, <laughs> imagine getting tubbed in that tub, right? <laughs> Hold up. Are we saying that? Yeah, that's going to be a thing that's now. Thing? Imagine getting oh, you're about to get tubbed. <laughs> you're about to get tubbed. Imagine getting tubbed. <laughs> that was so legit. While that, Japanese, <laughs> while that Japanese water torture thing is hitting your forehead. Oh, wow. You will lose your shit. Hey, Literally. don't give people ideas, bro. I'm There's some crazy we're, people we're out there. What have you just created? Whoever loses the next round table. It's getting tubbed. It's getting, getting tubbed. tubbed. Tubbed and what's the other one called? Water tortured. No, we gotta find gotta another, find another one. Drip. Hybrid and getting drip, getting drip. Tub the drip. Oh <laughs> shit! Actually, no, cause, damn. Because drip means getting fly. Not anymore, motherfucker. New reference now. Right. New reference. We're changing the meaning of that. Fuck tubbed. Tubbed the drip. Sounds amazing. Hey, shut tub. up before you get tubbed. I'm gonna tub your stupid ass. <laughs> fucking look. Well, right. anywho, going back to this so quote unquote torture is known as the saw. Torture. I don't know why it's called torture. It's just fucking straight to death, right? It's 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 done when you sawing the person, the living person, in half. It's usually done in a vertical matter, right? Sometimes it's done in horizontal matter. I feel the horizontal won't be a lot faster. Yeah, yeah, but for the most part, it's commonly used to saw them in the vertical, 
upside down. Upside down motion. And for that reason, you have them upside down so they could bleed out slowly. And you cut from dick to mouth. Yeah, essentially. And sometimes, okay, they don't go all the way down. They either just stop mid-ab, right, uh, and just start pull, let the person just fucking start bleed pull, out. yanking your freaking limbs. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I, I don't know about that, but they'll just cut them in half and just have them just there. Just Imagine still being alive seven. in your own intestine slapping you in the face. <laughs> yeah, but, but check this out. For those who are up next, they will be laying under. This individual. Wow. So the blood would just be raining on them, and they could just see the person's facial expression. So each the, person the agony. is getting bloodier and bloodier. Yep. And they're just right under them. Sometimes oh facing the individual who's getting sawed in half. So he's seeing his whole reaction. Yep. Yep. For the dude getting sawed, he's like, ah, the dude belongs. Like, ah. <laughs> Again, the main reason why the person was tied upside down is to force the blood to rush to the brain. Making them bleed out slower so the torture can last longer. If done correctly, check this out, the person wouldn't die until the salt reached all the way to the navel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty that's, that's pretty darn close. Yeah. It's pretty fucking brutal. Damn. So they call this a cheap uh torture execution. It's a torture on a budget? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's the fast food of tortures. That <laughs> perfect. You're on a roll. Dollar menu versus tortures. the foreplay of. <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, that's all torture. So you've heard us talk about the different torture techniques, different eras and cultures used to unleash on their victims, either to get information or just to get their way. But one thing we haven't really touched on is who these torturers were granted most of the men doing the torturing were usually just some guy that was just ordered to do it whether it was an officer in training or someone designated in the court by the king or queen on a whim but every once in a while the men doing the torturing were doing more than just their job some were kind of living their fantasy whoa so here's a small list of the men who were torture their who were torture their victims, and were damn good at it. Some of these men were also known as as executioners as well. So we're still in the realm of torturing, I I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're good. So up first we have Anatole de Ebler. Anatole de Ebler. So Anatole was one of France's most famous executioners, and he came from a family of famous executioners. Bro was good. He was so good that he would bet. He would bet people that he could guillotine a person faster than you could even, by the time you could even finish saying the word guillotine. Everywhere he went. He's a cocky motherfucker. Oh, dude, some of these motherfuckers were cocky shit. Everywhere he went, that city became lit with excitement. His celebrity grew in in 1899. I was going to say 1980. Damn. Hey, bro, that was... In 1899, when he became executioner-in-chief, he was the premier executioner when it came to killing people to the point that he was always being harassed for interviews and had crowds of fans following him around in any new town he arrived in. The man would go on to brag that he beheaded 
over 395 criminals. And after his death, his notoriety grew even larger when it was found out that he had kept 14 detailed diaries that outlined in detail each of the executions that he had conducted. He came across as an extremely conscientious civil servant, you know, who went about his job as proficiently as he could. A professional charged with what he assumed was an essential public service. Outside of work, you know, he lived a very ordinary home life with his wife and daughter. He enjoyed cycling, driving in the countryside. He loved walking his dog. And he was kind of, of, of an amateur chef. But here is a typical diary entry six years before his death from a heart attack in 1939. So this diary entry goes on and says, Toulon, December 15, 1933, Friday, storms, rain, 6.30 a.m. A man by the name of Marcel Grandot, age 24, condemned for having committed a murder with premeditation. The day of his execution, he was very surprised. He thought he would win and reprieve. When the prosecutor went up to him, he stopped and said, I know, I know, you're going to ask me to be brave, and I will be. He got dressed calmly while his hands were being tied behind his back. The young man said, It's cold this morning. I hope I don't catch a chill. He drank two glasses of rum and smoked a cigarette. And then he said simply, Let's go. And, and he would thumbs up, let's do and this. He, and he would do this for every one of his executions. And he had 14 diaries full, Filled complete detail. Wow. And his diaries were actually sold in the early 2000s for a whopping $95,000. For all the diaries? The original diaries. For all 14 diaries. 95000 So this dude, he was... Just I don't know what's crazier. The fact that he had a whole fan base or the fact that he just... Well, I mean, fucking... Down. There was no YouTube back then. What the hell else are you going to do? And yeah, that's true. You know that was I mean? a common thing, I yeah. guess. Yeah. You know. Netflix wasn't around back then. You know, Penny Dreadful wasn't out. So what the hell are you going to What else are you going to watch? Watch it in person. Yeah, yeah. The next, we have William Marwood. So, Millie, William Marwood was an official British executioner and is famous for designing execution methods that killed instantly, most famously, the long drop, which actually made him the first scientific executioner. So the long drop was a technique of hanging which made sure the victim's neck was broken instantly at the end of the drop, resulting in the prisoner dying of asphyxiation while unconscious. And this was considered more humane than the slow death of strangulation caused by the short drop. His body count wasn't as high as Anatole, almost half in fact, with a confirmed kill count of 176. But some of his most notable executions are William Frederick Horry, which is the first person to be hanged by William and the first person to be hanged using the long drop method. And he was executed at Lincoln Castle, Lincolnshire, on April 1st, 1872. Then we have Henry uh, Wainwright, a brush maker who murdered his mistress, Harriet Lane, in September 1874 and buried her body in the warehouse he owned. When he was declared bankrupt the next year, he undug the body in September 1875 and was arrested attempting to rebury it. And he was hanged in Newgate on December 21st, 1875. What an idiot. So then we have Charles Henry Sanson. Now this dude, he was a fucking character. First of all, he came from a long line of executioners. 
His family, the Henry Sansons, they had been executing for the French for over 200 years. So he came from a long line of executioners. Charles was known to have done most of his quote-unquote work during the France, during, during France's revolutionary reign of terror, which is with its purpose being to purge France of enemies of the revolution and protect the country from foreign invaders, which lasted a little over a year. He was, he was charismatic and a showman, drawing record number crowds for his executions and was damn good at it too. He was a show up on, in itself. He was so fucking good that he was once told to slow down because the locals complained about the stench of blood after conducting 300 back-to-back murders. He had an assembly line of like, you're next, boom, all right, next, boom, next, boom, next. 300, 300. back-to-back. He killed so many people at one time, the people were complaining that the air was starting to smell Hey, like that shit stinks. Fucking blood. Uh, was it a guillotine type of? Yeah, it was just guillotines. Whoop. Yeah, they were just yanking, just yanking, yanking, yanking. and he he made a show of it. He would dance, do a little bunch of shit. Like, oh, all right, and whack, whack, whack. And he was, and like he was one of those like showmen that you would see, yep thrust. <laughs> he was one of those showmen that you would see with the top hats, with the gloves that never that that, on, that didn't cover all the fingers. And he was one of those dudes. Oh, what the who, fuck? Who just you know fucking. He was a he was a hype man. He worked he was, the crowd. Damn, he's a executioner and a showsman. And lastly, the hype man. On, and lastly, on this list, we have Richard Brandon. So Richard became the bar from which all other executioners were judged by. Whoa, his thing was simple: sever a man's head with one single blow. He was doing it with an axe. And this was a crowd favorite, and he got so good that some who were being executed were thankful that Brandon was doing the execution because it was going to be a swift death. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Imagine like who's who, like oh this oh fucking Archie's lucky he's he's getting killed by fucking Brandon. Like, I'm getting oh, killed you. by this fucking scrub over here. And that's how it was. Damn. He's even rumored to have gone as far as being the man that executed King Charles the first. For treason. The mm. reason why he's being rumored is because no one knows exactly who killed, who who's the executioner. Because uh-huh. the executioner was, a, they were afraid that they were going to get backlash. So they put on um, the, the mask and they put on a fake beard. So no one knows who actually killed the king in case it was trying to be some backlash. Yeah, but a lot but of people, how's the method? Exactly. The method says all. And and people, and like the, the thing was like, oh, the, the, the body, like you, oh, the way they described him, he was the mountain. Just huge dude, swole, brolic as fuck, just w- whacking people with an axe. And that's the dude that killed him. Like, oh, dude, how are you not? How are you not gonna know? But no one, on the record, no one really knows for sure. But people knew, and he inherited. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. I hate that fucking thing. I hate when people put. If you know, you know. It's true though. If you know, you know. That's uh, stupid. And he inherited <laughs> the role of executioner from his father, Gregory Brandon, and he was known. As a young Gregory. So with young Gregory out here lopping dudes heads off at a proficient rate. This actually led to the decline in the popularity of the name Gregory. As it became kind of a nickname for executioners. People would start calling executioners Gregory. Like oh 
Oh, Greg. What's up, Greg? Yeah, like that was the nickname for it. They were, called, they were just calling him the Greg. My name's Bob. <laughs> the name Gregory was so synonymous with death that there were even ballads written about it. Like this short one of 1617. And it goes to say, I had better to have lived in beggary than have fallen to the axe of Gregory. Well, it's fucking, fucking deep. Poet. That's fucking that's deep. A, that's some Fast and the Furious that shit cut right there. Deep. <laughs> they the cut deep. They cut po- deep, bro. Dope. Cut fucking deep. And that concludes our episodes on tortures and executioners. Ooh. But wait, there's more. Well, we got to give all the rankings, bro. They're all, they're all equal. If you were to get tortured, just tortured, which one would you choose? And if you were to get killed, which one would you, would you okay, choose? Okay, if I would get tortured... I would get the choose, the losing my mind. The, the, water, the water, water torture? Yeah, the water torture. I'd rather lose my fucking mind than lose my life, which technically is the same thing. Frozen peas. Frozen, Frozen peas? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one. Too late. I know. That sounds like a lot of pain, though. Too I late. Know. Too late. Oh, they're both pretty bad. i go for that one. i go for the peas. Just because just that one sounds pussy. Yeah, and you're used to uh, you know, be on your knees. Oh. I gotta see that so I could just. That's why I didn't want to pick that I one. Push that's <laughs> why I didn't choose that one. Of course one. I didn't pick it. I already fucked it up once. <laughs> Can't fuck it up twice. So we're all going in conclusion with the P? With the P's one? Uh, well, well, this fucker wants to lose his mind. Yeah, I want to lose my mind, which I'm already there, so. Insane. Right, long, well, let's take the P's one out because that's more of a punishment than. A, than all right, water torture yeah. then. I'll, yeah. lose, I'll lose my mind too then. Yeah, I choose the I'll, I'll choose. I choose the water torture Because the water cure one's horrible. Oh, I'm trying to fucking drown. They force you, yeah. Fuck so, that. Yeah. That's horrible. I so. thought, I really thought Achi was going to choose the pair of anguish. I don't know why. You look like the pair of anguish kind of guy. For, for which one? For being gay? <laughs> or for talking a lot of shit? Well, my brother, too. My you talking a lot of shit. Too. Brother, talk a lot of shit. Fuck. It's going to be you. My brother for being the Kobe fan. So what? He's <laughs> a good player. You're going to like Ghostface. Ghostface? Wow. Scream. Ghostface uh, killer? Ghostface killer. All right. So, which one would you hate to have done to you? Oh, uh, I'm gonna pick D all over the buff. <laughs> you would choose D. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one. Which one would I hate? I would hate two of them. My brother said the saw, and then the and then the tire one. Oh, uh, the necklacing. Whatever, whatever the fuck that is. Necklacing or fuck necklacing? That, fuck that fuck. one. I think I would hate the one that's getting skinned alive, bro. Uh, the flame? The flame. Fuck yeah. It. Nah. That's pretty fucking horrible, dude. So which one? So you'll, you'll I, choose the flame? That, that's the one that I would absolutely fucking hate to get tortured by. You would? Which uh, one? The tire one. That the seems tire horrible. One. That, uh, the, that does seem horrible. Your, your skin melting, the fucking rubbers melting, fusing with your skin, and then you're choking. Nah, yeah, I'm straight. Uh, that's 20 minutes of that sesh. And 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 that's just not a quick death. Yeah. <laughs> it's Fuck. not. It's really not. Fuck out of here. Ah, uh, I don't know. Looks like Josh has all the good ones. I mean, I want to fuck around with the head crusher either. Oh, that's true. The head crusher. I would pick the head crusher. I would not want the head feel, crusher. Yeah, I'll, I'll choose the head crusher. So, how about you, listeners? Which one would you? Uh, if you had to choose a torture technique, which one would you choose to get tortured by? And then which one you would choose, you would hate to be killed by from one of the ones we mentioned. Yeah. We're gonna post these, uh, we're gonna post a list up on our Instagram. You guys can follow us. Weird history, you tell us pod. If you guys want, you guys could it'd be cool to hear what you guys want to what you guys would prefer. And you know, just comment on one of our pictures that we're gonna post up 
on our Instagram, Weird History Retails Pod. And if you guys don't have anything else to add, I thank, do. Thanks I again, do. Clay. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to go first? Thanks again, Clay, for giving us a oh, yeah, shout out, topic. Shout out to idea. Clay. It was a good idea. It was a fun one. Hopefully, you're not disappointed. It's like, Which I'm pretty sure he is. He's like, this is the last time I'm suggesting anything like, to you. What the fuck? You just ruined oh, it for me. Yeah, you, we pretty much did. Yeah. <laughs> See, Clay. With Moses and his fucking Iron Maiden rat. No, like, Clay. That's like half the episode. That's half the episode. That's half the episode. That's, torch- that's torture for him. Dude, he's probably a big Iron Maiden fan. You just ruined it for him. Well, I mean, that's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Clay, hey, listeners. You want to make. If you guys want to enjoy the show. There goes our one listen. Let me, let me give you a piece of advice. Follow us on a Patreon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come into each one of our episodes with low expectations. <laughs> That's true. Extremely low. Extremely low. Extremely like, low. Like you can't be disappointed if you're if already you're disappointed. Not, if you're already. If you, disappointed. If you don't expect anything, and it's pretty good. You're like, oh look, it, it wasn't that bad. So it's not as bad as us. I thought. Yeah. 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 But thank you, Clay, for giving us this topic. Give us one last thing to. Have a headache over it. See what, what else we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. So, uh, earlier I said I hate the saying. If you know, you no. know. Do you, do you know why I hate it? Why do you hate it? Who says some that things, Huh? Who, who says I'm that? Not, I, I'm not going to say names. But I do follow a couple of buddies. You, you guys know. I'm not going to say. But I hate it. Because when I don't know, I can't know. Because I don't know what the fuck. If they, they don't say anything what it is. Like, if, if you pull like a good fucking restaurant and shit, but it's just the food. And it's like, if you know, you know. And that's it. I'm like, well, I don't know. And I want to know. Well, ask him. That's true. But why not <laughs> just tag the place or be like, you know, fuck. Then let me know so I know. Yeah. This sounds like Raul. No. No. Not any Raul. No. Uh-oh. Damn, you just put him on black. I like Roll because he posts, he tags everything and shit. Yeah, he lets you know where he's going. I mean, he doesn't invite me, but he tags everything on it. And it, you know, at least you know. Yeah, at, at least I know. At and he posts like I eight know. pictures for you to just like swipe through so you can yeah. see everything he drank and ate. So once he says, if you know, you know, I know now because he let us know. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's my little tangent. But, oh shit, what? What? If you know, you know. <laughs> And this shit. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. So since no one has any more, not, nothing else to add, thank you guys. Thank you guys. And as always, we are the Weird History Eerie Tales Podcast. Yeah. Done. Done.